0: My beautiful selfish babes, welcome back to another selfish babe selfish talk podcast with me Olenike Osibowale, and today I have the lovely pleasure of introducing Erin Claire Jones. Say hello, my love. Hello. So happy to be here. Stay. And um, I really wanted to invite Erin on the selfish babe selfish talk podcast today because she's talking about human design, which is something that I was just saying that I'm new to. It's probably been about four to five months since I've learned about human design and I really really wanted to speak to somebody that could go into depth give us all the know-how about it and how it can help our lives and I know for a lot of my selfish babes this is new it's new for me and so I'm excited to have Aaron on today and Aaron, if you don't mind just tell us a little bit about yourself and how you grew up.
1: Mm. Um, so I live in upstate New York now I grew up in Seattle um, in the city my family's still there and yeah I mean in terms of my childhood anything specific no I mean I think that (laughs) I've got um one sister and lovely parents you know and I think that um yeah I really I love my childhood you know I think that I grew up both in the city but also there was an island that we'd go to often so I think that like I was always building like little fairy houses on the island so it feels like I just got so much time in nature growing up and I'm so grateful for that. Um, and then I moved to the East Coast when I went to school, when I went to college. And then now I've been in New York ever since. Um, so I love Seattle. I love the Pacific Northwest. You know, I haven't, um, I don't live there, but I think it's just the best.
0: You know, um, and I think this is the right place. When I think of Seattle, I think of rain. Is that correct? Totally. Yeah. Okay, so you love Seattle though. Love Seattle.
1: You know, I think that like one, Seattle has the best summers, but I think beyond the kind of summers, it's so beautiful and bright and like moderate, but it is like rainy and a little bit gray, but I love it. Like even New York is quite rainy these days and I feel like whenever there's rain I'm like I just want to go walk in it like I really like love rain but also like it, it's such a drizzle in Seattle so it's not yeah. those kind of like downpours that we experience in New York okay. but yeah I love it it's an ecosystem like different than anything I've experienced in the US it's so green it's so lush it's so beautiful yeah. I mean there's a lot of fires right now but it was amazing it's really it's a oh, special are really
0: place. selling Seattle to me right now I'm telling you right now because I okay I've only gone off the rumors of Seattle and that people just talk about the weather and the rain and I know for me personally I don't really like the rain I like sunshine if it's raining like right here, like right here how it is right now in Atlanta I prefer to be inside not outside New York um I think New York in the summer is very nice so when you're talking about Seattle and like all the benefits of the greenery I'm like okay maybe I need to go to Seattle in the summer
1: yeah (laughs) I know it's also like neither of my parents grew up my parent my mom grew up in upstate New York and my father in Oklahoma and so like they both very much like moved to Seattle because they thought it was like the most special place and so like I also I think grew up with parents that were like we love this city you know we chose this city so I think it's I think it's amazing I love that. Well thank you. Yeah. And what was the island that you would go to that you were talking about when you were younger? It's called Decatur. It's in the San Juan Islands. Okay. There's like a all these little clusters, but it's a very small one. It's not like it has like one little store. Um, but it's very it's pretty rural, but amazing. Okay. We would see orca whales and all the things.
0: Oh wow, that's
1: beautiful. I know.
0: Oh and I want you to tell us about human design. What is it? What is human design and why yes. should we know about it?
1: So human design is a system based on our exact time, date, and place of birth that basically reveals our energetic blueprint. And it helps us each know how we're uniquely wired to make decisions and work within teams and build businesses and partner and parent and all the things. And I think more than anything else, it just like lets us know what our roadmap is. And I think it gives us such permission to be ourselves. I think we often, in terms of why we should know about it, I think that we often get pretty tripped up when we try to like businesses or partner or parent like others are doing it and I think human design just reminds us that we're all different and the more we lean into what actually works for us the better we'll feel the more alignment we'll find and so I think more than anything else human design is not about changing who we are it just like gives us permission to be who we've always been Hmm.
0: gives us permission to be who we've always been I love that I will say that in the day and age of social media and everything being so live, right? Anybody can go on live right now. We can have a live conversation if you want to go on Instagram live and you can see things a lot quicker, a lot faster. And so I feel like in this time, a lot of people can see other people's successes or what they do and try to copy that exact same thing in that exact same way. Totally. And if it doesn't work out for them in that way, or they feel drained while doing it, then it's just like, well, what's wrong with me? Like, why can't I just do it, get the same results as this other person? And so I like that you Kind of talked about that in terms of leaning into more of who we are and i really love that and i really love that because in selfish space we're always talking about like self-love and really being authentically ourselves and so when you say that i'm like hmm, human design self-love i think it's a match
1: made in heaven i think it's a match made in heaven <laughs> like i don't think you have to go so far because i think that and what i find honestly is like the more we align with our unique design the more we fall in love with our design and the more we fall in love with ourselves. You know, and so like I've even sat with clients that will like hear their design and like, oh my God, I'm not living that at all. And then like the more they start to live it in honor, they're like, I'm in love with it. I'm the best, you know? And so I think it really gives us such a beautiful roadmap to just like finding more flow in our lives and like doing things as ourselves. And like you said, we're in a world where there are like all these paths and we're often trying to mimic a thing that doesn't actually work for us. And I think human design just lets us know so explicitly and so tactically what actually will work for us.
0: I like that. I love that.
1: And so how did you get into human design yourself? Very serendipitous, really was not the plan for me. Um, I was at a gathering in New York City in 2015 and sat next to a stranger and the stranger was like, I'd love to look up your human design. I was like, what is human design, but also tell me everything. And he did like a little reading for me on the spot and it was so resonant, but also so confronting because I wasn't living any of it. I was just like, that feels like so me. And also like, I've never really allowed myself to step into that. Mm-hmm. and the end of the conversation might be like and i think that you're meant to do this and i think that we should work together and it was just like a whole thing and so like and human design is not predictive in any of that any way he was really just kind of responding based on his gut but um so i did i ended up working with him for 2 years we built a business together and then i launched my own practice in 2018 but i think that you know i jumped into it so immediately because like it was just so tactical and so grounded and so practical in a way that I felt like people needed. I feel like there are a lot of amazing systems out there, but then we like with all this juicy information, but then we never know what to do with it. And I think human design is so tactical in that way. And also, you know, I will say that when I first started sharing human design, it was like so out there. No one had any idea what I was talking about. And so, and I was like, someday people will care. And really, uh, that day now. They did. I know we're in the day. Thank God we made it. <laughs> yes. um, but it was like starting in 2018, it really just like started to blossom in a way that I never could have imagined. Um, so I feel so lucky to have discovered it when I did and to really just like be one of many messengers of human design. But I think that it is a tool that brings us back to ourselves. And I'm just so grateful that people are so open to and so receptive to it now.
0: Yeah, I love that. Now, when you said that, like when you mentioned that he was able to say, hey, I love your human design. Was that based on any information? or He literally just sat next to you and just knew what your design was automatically based. Oh, on- no. He looked it up.
1: OK, OK, OK. He looked it up on his little phone and then he gave me a reading based on that. Oh, okay, so he asked you about your birthday and, and time and location and all that. Totally. Yes, okay. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it wasn't like intuitive. But he was what I was saying is that human design is not predictive. Like we are meant to work together. Like he observed, we had such different, but so such compatible designs mm-hmm. that I think that re- he observed that so immediately. Like, oh, we're really like would be so good as a team. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we were. I love yeah. that. Yeah. And so, what is
0: your human design?
1: My design? Yes. I'm a projector. And so just to give people a little bit of a taste, it means that I'm not really here to be a doer or a consistent doer. I'm really better suited as like a leader, a guide, a teacher. I had spent a lot of my life pre-human design trying to hustle and keep up. Um, I am designed to wait to be invited in and recognized. So I'm not really designed mm-hmm. to like initiate and chase after, which I had also spent a lot of my life doing. Mm-hmm. I just meant to like share myself in a really broad way on Instagram, on newsletters, on podcasts, and kind of let the right people resonate with me. Um I'm meant to make decisions over time. I'm what we call an emotional decision maker. So I'm not meant to be super spontaneous. And if I am, I can be very regretful. I'm really meant to like sleep on things and take my time. And there are lots of other pieces, but I think just like those three pieces, the type, the strategy, the authority was so revealing because I think that I built my business so much based on that. And I wasn't really living any of that before I was like trying to hustle. I was trying to initiate, I was trying to like be spontaneous. And I feel like I really learned to like, honor the ebbs and flows of my energy, wait to be invited in and really kind of take my time to assess what's right for me.
0: Give me an example of, cause you, you did kind of go into it a little bit, but you said you used to hustle and now you're kind of going with the flow. Are there any specific examples of something that you know that you used to do in your life or in your business? And now you're doing it the projector way because that feels right
1: for you. And yeah. well, Well, one for me was definitely just like, I've got to just like pitch and put myself out there. And I think that like, and I even did that the first iteration of our human design business when I was working with him because it was so new. And it was like, oh, like we should work with them. And I think that I've learned that as a projector, my job is just to make myself visible. Mm-hmm. Like, and so now I really just made it my job to just share. I just like share all the time and kind of let the right people come. I imagine that's how you found me, you know, like I'm just like, share yeah. and share and share. Yeah, and share. yeah. I'm like,
0: especially the quotes um, that you share. I mean, yeah. I'm pretty, I don't know your insights, but I'm pretty sure they go like, they have a lot of saves
1: or shares. And yeah. I know
0: my girlfriend also follows you and shares your stuff as well,
1: so yeah. <laughs> That's how you will find me, you know? And so I just like make it my job to share. And that's been amazing. That's what helped me grow my business like so easily and so beautifully. I think another big lesson for me is that I used to feel like I had to do everything. I was like, I've got to do like the best, like, like marketing and business and sales. And I think like being a projector, I'm just like, let me just like really dial in on where I can offer the most value. And for me, it is so much around working with people, speaking yeah. about human design and like not really doing the other pieces. And so mm-hmm. now, and so allowing myself to feel supported. And so my fiance is now my business partner and he really handles so much of the operations, the strategy, you know, I'm like, I really just like love, and not that projectors can't do those things, but I think that projectors are so much meant to like hone in on like, what is your lane? It's often around working with people and like, how can you find support for the rest? And so that's been a really nice way to do business as well. Like my job is to be really good at human side.
0: I love that. And so what would you tell a selfish babe that maybe is not an entrepreneur, but you know, uh, maybe she has a job, maybe a nine to five or nine to eight. Like, what would you tell them how and how human design could help them in other ways? Even in maybe, maybe it's a change in career. Maybe they're doing totally. That's not right for them.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Totally. I think that like human design will basically remind you of how you operate at your best and just like really give you the tools to kind of help you find more alignment in your life. And so that could look like how are you designed to use your energy today? You think it like ebbs and flows more or you get a more consistent energy to kind of build and create and make things happen how do you create the most aligned opportunities for yourself like are you actually here to like initiate and chase after because some people are yeah. or are you here to kind of like let things come to you it helps you know how to actually assess which opportunities and people are right for you so like are you meant to be super spontaneous or take your time or talk things out it also like helps us connect to like our innate strengths and also the things that can like really pull us off track and what to watch out for and so I think that whether it's staying at a job or moving through a career change or staying in a relationship or building a new one, I think it really helps you know like how you are at your best and like how can you navigate that situation in a way that is the most aligned for you.
0: Mm. Would you say that there are similarities between human design and astrology or not?
1: I think that they are similar in that they're both systems of understanding ourselves. They're very different though. It's like, I'm not an astrologist. Astrologers are not human design people unless they do... Hey,
0: beautiful Selfish Babe. It's your girl, Anike Osibawale. We are pausing quickly so I can tell you about my Selfish Babe, Glow Up Text Society. My Glow Up Text Society is my special place where I teach my selfish babes exclusively how to love themselves, helping them to grow in their confidence and belief about themselves. Basically, I send you texts at least three times a week directly to your cell phone. This is not the app, but directly to your cell phone, giving you tips and tricks on what to do to love yourself today, tips on tricks to grow in your self-confidence as well as specific affirmative prayers to say that so that you can shift your reality so basically let me help you by sending you specific things to say that will help you love yourself deeper dream bigger and motivate you to continue living out and going after your dreams and goals we are always creating we are always manifesting and let me help you with the right words and sometimes actions you can do to bring your desires into this physical reality to join my glow up tech society It is only $8 to join. And then there's a small weekly fee. And if you ever feel like opting out, you can opt out. But basically, I'm going to be texting you at least three times a week. And it's a beautiful community, and it's where I go and I, I send my videos and my prayers, and I show up and show up for you guys. And I really love it there. And so, if you are a woman who is struggling with self-love, self-talk, um, confidence, you really can't speak that boldly about yourself, and you just really want like a big sister or a little sister, depending on your age, <laughs> to really help you with self-love. That is me. I'd love to be that person for you. And so, you can join the Glow Up Tech Society, um, based in the show notes below. Or you can check it out at selfishbabe.com slash courses. I love you, and let's get back into it. Bye. Hello my beautiful selfish babes. Welcome back to another selfish babe selfish talk podcast with me, Olenike Osibawale. And today, I have the lovely pleasure of introducing Erin Claire Jones. Say hello, my love. Hello. So happy to be here. i Shay. And um, I really wanted to invite Erin on the Selfish Babe, Selfish Talk podcast today because she's talking about human design, which is something that I was just saying that I'm new to. It's probably been about four to five months since I've learned about human design. And I really really wanted to speak to somebody that could go into depth, give us all the know-how about it and how it can help our lives. And I know for a lot of my selfish babes, this is new. It's new for me, and so I'm excited to have Aaron on today. And if Aaron, if you don't mind, just telling us a little bit about yourself and how you grew up.
1: Mm. Um, so I live in upstate New York now. I grew up in Seattle, um, in the city. My family's still there, and yeah, I mean, in terms of my childhood, yeah. anything specific? Yeah. No. I mean, I think that I, <laughs> I've got um, one sister and lovely parents, you know, and I think that, um yeah, I really, I love my childhood. You know, I think that I grew up both in the city, but also there was an island that we'd go to often. So I think that like I was always building like little fairy houses on the island. So it feels like I just got so much time in nature growing up and I'm so grateful for that. Um, and then I moved to the East Coast when I went to school, when I went to college. And then now I've been in New York ever since. Um, so I love Seattle. I love the Pacific Northwest. You know, I haven't, um, I don't live there, but I think it's just the best.
0: You know, um, and I think this is the right place. When I think of Seattle, I think of rain. Is that correct? Totally.
1: Yes. Okay, so you love Seattle though. Love Seattle. You know, I think that, like, one, Seattle has the best summers, but I think beyond the kind of summers, it's so beautiful and bright and like moderate, but it is like rainy and a little bit gray, but I love it. Like, even New York is quite rainy these days and I feel like whenever there's rain I'm like I just want to go walk in it like I really like love rain but also like it, it's such a drizzle in Seattle so it's not okay. those kind of like downpours that we experience in New York okay. but yeah I love it it's an ecosystem like different than anything I've experienced in the US it's so green it's so lush it's so beautiful okay. I mean there's a lot of fires right now but it was amazing it's really oh, it's are yeah, really
0: selling Seattle to me right now I'm telling you right now because I okay I've only gone off the rumors of Seattle and that people just talk about the weather and the rain and I know for me personally I don't really like the rain I like sunshine If it's raining, like right, like right here, how it is right now in Atlanta, I prefer to be inside, not outside. New York um I think New York in the summer is very nice so when you're talking about Seattle and like all the benefits of the greenery I'm like okay maybe I need to go to Seattle in the summer yeah
1: (laughs) I know it's also like neither my parents grew up my parent my mom grew up in upstate New York and my father in Oklahoma and so like they both very much like moved to Seattle because they thought it was like the most special place and so like I also I think grew up with parents that were like we love this city you know we chose this city so I think it's I think it's amazing I love that. Well, thank you. Yeah. And what was the island that you would go to that you were talking about when you were younger? It's called Decatur. It's in the San Juan Islands. Okay. There's like a all these little clusters, but it's a very small one. It's not like it has like one little store, um, but it's very, it's pretty rural, but amazing. Okay. We would see orca whales and all the things. Oh, wow. That's beautiful. I know.
0: Oh, and I want you to tell us about human design. What is it? What is human design
1: and why should we know about it? So human design is a system based on our exact time, date, and place of birth that basically reveals our energetic blueprint. And it helps us each know how we're uniquely wired to make decisions and work within teams and build businesses and partner and parent, all the things. And I think more than anything else, it just like lets us know what our roadmap is. And I think it gives us such permission to be ourselves. I think we often, in terms of why we should know about it, I think that we often get pretty tripped up when we try to like build businesses or partner or parent like others are doing it and I think human design just reminds us that we're all different and the more we lean into what actually works for us the better we'll feel the more alignment we'll find and so I think more than anything else human design is not about changing who we are it just like gives us permission to be who we've always been
0: Hmm. gives us permission to be who we've always been I love that I will say that in the day and age of social media and everything being so Live, right? Anybody can go on live right now. We can have a live conversation if you want to go on Instagram live and you can see things a lot quicker, a lot faster. And so I feel like in this time, a lot of people can see other people's successes or what they do and try to copy that exact same thing in that exact same way. Totally. And if it doesn't work out for them in that way or they feel drained while doing it, then it's just like, well, what's wrong with me? Like, why can't I just do it, get the same results as this other person? And so I like that you... Kind of talked about that in terms of leaning into more of who we are and i really love that and i really love that because in selfish space, we're always talking about like self-love and really being authentically ourselves and so when you say that i'm like hmm, human design
1: self-love i
0: think it's a match made in heaven
1: <laughs> i think it's a match made in heaven like i don't think you have to go so far because i think that and what i find honestly is like the more we align with our unique design the more we fall in love with our design and the more we fall in love with ourselves You know, and so like, I've even sat with clients that will like hear their design and like, oh my God, I'm not living that at all. And then like, the more they start to live it in honor, they're like, I'm in love with it. I'm the best, you know? And so I think it really gives us such a beautiful roadmap to just like finding more flow in our lives and like doing things as ourselves. And like you said, we're in a world where there are like all these paths and we're often trying to mimic a thing that doesn't actually work for us. And I think human design just lets us know so explicitly and so tactically what actually will work for us. I like that. I love that. And so how did you get into human design yourself? Very serendipitous, really was not the plan for me. Um, I was at a gathering in New York City in 2015 and sat next to a stranger and the stranger was like, I'd love to look up your human design. I was like, what is human design? But also tell me everything. And he did like a little reading for me on the spot. And it was so resonant, but also so confronting because I wasn't living any of it. I was just like, that feels like so me. And also like, I've never really allowed myself to step into that.
0: Mm-hmm. And he
1: ended the conversation by being like, and I think that you're meant to do this. And I think that we should work together. And it was just like a whole thing. And so like, and human design is not predictive in any of that any way. He was really just kind of responding based on his gut. But um, so I did, I ended up working with him for two years. We built a business together and then I launched my own practice in 2018. But I think that, you know, I jumped into it so immediately because like, it was just so tactical and so grounded and so practical in a way that I felt like people needed. I feel like there are a lot of amazing systems out there, but then we like with all this juicy information, but then we never know what to do with it. Yeah. And I think Cuba design is so tactical in that way. And also, you know, I will say that when I first started sharing human design, it was like so out there. No one had any idea what I was talking about. And so, and I was like, someday people will care. And really, uh, that day now. They did. I know we're in the day, thank God we made it. <laughs> yes. um, but it was like starting in 2018, it really just like started to blossom in a way that I never could have imagined. Um, so I feel so lucky to have discovered it when I did and to really just like be one of many messengers of human design. But I think that it is a tool that brings us back to ourselves. And I'm just so grateful that people are so open to and so receptive to it now.
0: Yeah, I love that. Now, when you said that, like when you mentioned that he was able to say, Hey, I love your human design, was that based on any information? Or he literally just sat next to you and just knew what your design was automatically based on? Oh, no. He looked it up. Okay, okay, okay.
1: He looked it up on his little phone and then he gave me a reading based on that.
0: Okay, he asked you about your birthday and and time and location and all that?
1: Totally, yes, (laughs) exactly. Yeah, it wasn't, like, intuitive. But he was, what I was saying is that human design is not predictive. Like, we are meant to work together. Like, he observed, we had such different but so such compatible designs Mm -hmm. that I think that he observed that so immediately. Like, oh, we're really, like, would be so good as a team. Mm -hmm. Um, And and we were. I love
0: that. And so what is your human design?
1: My design? Yes. I'm a projector. And so just to give people a little bit of a taste, it means that I'm not really here to be a doer or a consistent doer. I'm really better suited as like a leader, a guide, a teacher. I spent a lot of my life pre-human design trying to hustle and keep up. Um, I am designed to wait to be invited in and recognized. So I'm not really designed to like initiate and chase after, which I had also spent a lot of my life doing. Mm-hmm. I just meant to like share myself in a really broad way on Instagram, on newsletters, on podcasts, and kind of let the right people resonate with me um i'm meant to make decisions over time i'm what we call an emotional decision maker so i'm not meant to be super spontaneous and if i am i can be very regretful i'm really meant to like sleep on things and take my time okay. and there are lots of other pieces but i think just like those three pieces the type the strategy the authority was so revealing because i think that i've built my business so much based on that and i wasn't really living any of that before i was like trying to hustle i was trying to initiate i was trying to like be spontaneous and i feel like i really learned to like honor the ebbs and flows of my energy, wait to be invited in and really kind of take my time to assess what's right for me.
0: Give me an example of, cause you, you did kind of go into it a little bit, but you said you used to hustle and now you're kind of going with the flow. Are there any specific examples of something that you know that you used to do in your life or in your business? And now you're doing it the projector way because that feels right for you. And yeah. well,
1: Well, one for me was definitely just like, I've got to just like pitch and put myself out there. And I think that like, and I even did that the first iteration of our human design business when I was working with him because it was so new and it was like, oh, like we should work with them. And I think that I've learned that as a projector, my job is just to make myself visible. Mm-hmm. Like, and so now I really just made it my job to just share. I just like share all the time. and kind of let the right people come. I imagine that's how you found me. You know, like I'm just like, I'm sharing, sharing, sharing. Especially the
0: um, quotes that you share. I mean, yeah. I'm pretty, I don't know your insights, but I'm pretty sure they go like they have a lot of saves or shares. And yeah. I know my girlfriend also follows you and shares your stuff as well.
1: So yeah. <laughs> that's how you will find me, you know? And so I just like make it my job to share and that's been amazing. That's helped me grow my business like so easily and so beautifully. I think another big lesson for me is that I used to feel like I had to do everything. I was like, <laughs> I've got to be like the best, got, like marketing and business and sales. And I think like being a projector, I'm just like, let me just like really dial in on where I can offer the most value. And for me, it is so much around working with people speaking about human design and like not really doing the other pieces. And so Mm -hmm. now, and so allowing myself to feel supported. And so my fiance is now my business partner and he really handles so much of the operations, the strategy, you know, and like, I really just like love, and not that projectors can't do those things, but I think that projectors are so much meant to like hone in on like, what is your lane? It's often around working with people and like, how can you find support for the rest? And so that's been a really nice way to do business as well. Like my job is to be really good at human design.
0: I love that. And so what would you tell a selfish babe, that maybe it's not an entrepreneur but you know uh, maybe she has a job maybe a nine to five or nine to eight like what would you tell them how and how human design could help them in other ways even in maybe maybe it's a change in career maybe they're doing totally it's not right for them
1: yeah yep yeah, totally i think that like human design will basically remind you of how you operate at your best and just like really give you the tools to kind of help you find more alignment in your life. And so that could look like, how are you designed to use your energy today? Do you think it like ebbs and flows more, or are you gonna more consistent energy to kind of build and create and make things happen? How do you create the most aligned opportunities for yourself? Like, are you actually here to like initiate and chase after because some people are, yeah. or are you here to kind of like let things come to you? It helps you know how to actually assess which opportunities and people are right for you. So like, are you meant to be super spontaneous or take your time or talk things out? It also like helps us connect to like our innate strengths and also the things that can like really pull us off track and what to watch out for. Mm-hmm. And so I think that whether it's staying at a job or moving through a career change or staying in a relationship or building a new one, I think it really helps you know like how you are at your best and like how can you navigate that situation in a way that is the most aligned for you. Mm. Would you
0: say that there are similarities between human design and astrology or not?
1: I think that they are similar and that they're both systems of understanding ourselves. They're very different, though. It's like I'm not an astrologist. Astrologers are not human design people unless yeah. they do.
0: my beautiful selfish babe we are taking another commercial break to talk about my pray for your damn self course if you want to learn my step-by-step process in creating your own affirmations to start shifting your reality and believing bigger for yourself then you want to take my pray for your damn self course that i have linked below or above, or you can visit SelfishBabe.com. Click on courses. Now you guys know I'm always talking about the power of your words to shift your reality and how everything is energy. And so if you're a woman out there that's really having a difficult time making and creating your own affirmations specifically for the things that you want in your life, then you want to take my Pray for Your Damn Self course where I take you through my step-by-step process in creating your own affirmations and the same process I use to create my affirmations. You can visit Selfish babe.com click on courses and then click on pray for your damn self course or look it for it in the notes in the show i love you let's get back to the episode bye
1: say as an entrepreneur or whatever like your job as a projector is to make yourself visible like mm-hmm. letting yourself be seen to the right invitations and come which maybe is a sharing with your family your community your friends on instagram who knows but like like i shared with my own journey it's like very much been sharing myself in an authentic way that has really kind of brought the right invitations to me
0: i love that i love that i feel like i know some projectors in my life but i'm, oh, still- I'm sure you do
1: <laughs> yeah Reflectors and projectors, they do have a number of similarities. They often like can be so compatible and enjoy each other so much. So then we've got manifestors, the last type. Manifestors are really here to be the innovators and the initiators. The ones that really are here to kind of get things started and get the ball rolling. Not always here to do all the doing themselves, but often here to just like get things off the ground. They have like so much powerful energy at the beginning. Their energy is also gonna operate in creative bursts. So they might have bursts where they can make a lot happen very quickly, whether it's over the course of a day or a week, and they need to like rest and take time alone. And um, so really kind of honor those ebbs and flows. They often thrive when they feel freedom and autonomy and control. They are not here to be told what to do or manage or guided in any way. They're here to do this on their own terms and in their own way. And so being in spaces where that kind of innovative, initiating, powerful nature is honored. Um, and this might look like being an entrepreneur. Or maybe it's like working for a company where you're just like given freedom. It's like, this is your domain. Do it. You please let us know how it goes. If you're parenting a manifestor kid, I would do your best to like, let them lead the charge when they can, you know, and just like really support. What good advice, you know, like try to hold back a manifestor is challenging. And I think that manifestors, I think what I want to remind them of is that So many manifestors I've worked with haven't really felt permission to be as powerful as they are. Mm -hmm. And so and they've been more like people pleasing and asking for permission and so much of being a manifestor is trusting your power and knowing that you're here to be the first and you're here to initiate. And like, Mm -hmm. you're probably going to see things before others do. And so really kind of trusting that gift and allowing yourself to carve a very different path. And the strategy for manifestors is about initiating. They're here to make the first move when an urge arises within them, go after it, make it happen. And also just keeping the people around them in the loop if they just like don't let people know what they do before they do it, people can be very resistant. But if yeah. they just like give people a heads up, like, Hey, I'm going in this direction. I'm doing this thing. People can feel so much at ease.
0: I like that. Now my girlfriend's a manifestor and I want to know for manifestors, you mentioned, um, forging their own path and um, being the first. And I know sometimes when being the first, That can feel like a lonely experience because they may not be examples to look towards. Do you have any advice for manifestors that may feel that way as if like, you know, they're the first, they're going to do it,
1: but it feels like a lonely experience. I think that even though you're here to be the first, it doesn't mean you're meant to do it all alone. And and so I would just say that like, keep the people around you in the loop and informed so that you can attract the right support to you. You know, I think that like when you're so bold and authentic in your visions, it basically like attracts all the right support, you know? And so I I guess my reminder is like, trust yourself and going in that new path, but also know that like sharing with people what you're doing and where you're going allows others to kind of join the call, join the movement and go with you, you know? And so that allows you to feel supported. I
0: like that. Now, Erin went over a lot. Um, she went over all the types and I can see how all the like I can see the similarities in myself being a reflector and like how I'm like resonating with each like each one of them and so for a selfish babe that's listening and she wants to know more in depth about their specific type where would you where would you guide them
1: Mm. so I have an offering that really is like one of the best places to start it's at least I believe and it's called the blueprint which is a written guide to your unique design and so it's like 55 plus pages it's made by me and it kind of walks you through all the most important pieces and just like the most empowering and actionable way Um, so I definitely recommend starting there. It's like honestly having a book to you that you can like keep like opening a page or kind of returning to it like different points in time. Um, and then we have a discount code, I think selfish babe for that.
0: Um, using the code selfish babe, make sure to go sign up. (laughs) Um,
1: and then I also offer private sessions, workshops, all the things, but I really do believe the blueprint is such a great place to start to just have like a guide to you and how you're designed to work at your best.
0: I like that. And what does a private one-on-one session look like with you?
1: So sessions are, they're also different. You know, I think my intention with human design is always to make it really like empowering and actionable in your life. And so it's not like how much information can I inundate you with, but more I kind of get a sense of where you're at in your life. And then we explore all the pieces of your design that are most relevant and supported to where you are. That Mm -hmm. might look like building a business in alignment with your design. That might look like how to parent a design that's really different than you. That might look like a partnership session with your partner, kind of knowing how best to support each other or how to kind of use human design in terms of like magnetizing a partner, you know? So I think it really is so specific to where you are and really intended to kind of offer the key pieces you need to know about your design relevant to that thing. I
0: like that. And where can they go again for that, Erin?
1: ErinClaireJones.com. And then I also share a lot on Instagram at ErinClaireJones.
0: Yeah, she has a lot of um, beautiful quotes um, that I feel like is relatable to your own human design. I've I've never really seen somebody do that and I really like them. Um, And I feel like, your quotes, like especially for me, like, even, I think you took a quote from, like, Alex L, and I love her. She's the one. I of love her. Daughter. Yeah. I just find it so funny how you can, like, pull a quote and be like, this is this person. Like, this quote will go with this human design. Like,
1: that's dope. <laughs> I know. I know. I did it once, and I was like, I don't want to stop. This is so fun. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, And so, like, your quotes, you know, I feel like help people see themselves in their design
1: as they're learning
0: their design, especially me being somebody who was new to this. And if you see the chart that you may see when you look it up, Selfish Babes, it can look very confusing. I mean, I can't read it, (laughs) but I feel like the things that you share on your Instagram um, help to make human design more relatable. And I really, really like Mm. that, Um, especially with the quotes. I just think it's cool that you can just be like, Okay, this this quote will go this person's design. I think that's dope. Um, I wanted to ask you, Erin, Now, I know we didn't go too much into this, but how would you say that human design has helped you in your own personal self-love journey? And is there anything that you can share um, that maybe has been an obstacle or something for you as you've been growing through life in regards to self-love?
1: I think that, you know, when I discovered human design, like, I, I think that I was just, like, really trying so hard to be a generator. Like, I was just, like, really hustling and just, like, trying to make it all happen but I just like could feel that something didn't totally feel right because I was honestly just like always so interested in people and guided them and asking questions like that was always a gift that felt so natural and easy to me um so I think when I discovered human design I just felt such permission to like be exactly who I was and trust that like the most success and alignment will come from being that you know and so like and I really have seen that when I've aligned with my design like things have been pretty magical Like in terms of like the, the way that the business has been built, you know, like I discovered human design before I really kind of got together with my partner and, and, and it kind of engaging my relationships. And so it feels like I'm just doing things very much like as myself. Mm -hmm. And like, I feel like I like, don't take things quite as personally anymore because like, I know as a projector, I'm like here to be invited in and recognized. So like, I really kind of let the right relationships form and like, don't force my way into anyone's that are not that. So I think that it's allowed me to feel so much more like settled and at peace. Because I just know that like I'm living my design and like, I don't actually know where I'll be in five years or two years. Like I think human design helps us know like what is the most aligned thing that you can do right now? Who knows five years from now, but it's just going to kind of take you, like give you the right next step. And so I think knowing how to do that in a way that feels good to me has allowed me to just like be in so much more trust of life, Um, you know? And I think that like, in terms of knowing my design, like, I think there's so many aspects of our design that come out once we're actually aligned with it. And so I feel like it's been so beautiful to have that in my awareness because I like see these gifts come out where I'm like, I read about those things four years ago, but I was so not seeing them yet. I kind of watching them emerge. Um, so it's really just like been such an amazing tool to keep myself, keep me on track in my life and just make sure that like I'm showing up in the best way that I can and, and being so recognized by other people for doing just that.
0: I love that. you um, <laughs> we were talking, I have wrote trust and let go because I didn't want to forget what I wanted to say. And then you had mentioned trust. And I was just like, oh, wow. <laughs> so demonic. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> but when you were sharing your story, you know, about um, at one point hustling and now allowing more flow and just being more of who you are, the thing that came to my mind that I wanted to share to my selfish babes was trust and let go. I think that when I when I hear about human design, I hear about leaning more into how you're flowing and who you are, I think a lot of the resistance is, no, but I see it this way and I feel like I'm supposed to do it this way. And I feel like I'm supposed to do it this way because that's what I see. And when mm-hmm. I say what I see in life, in social media, what people have been telling people the way. the way to do it, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, that's the steps. And so in that, you know, people can feel resistance of like, but I really feel this way and I don't really necessarily align with that. But then the resistance is the like, well, I'm still going to try a little bit, but then you like want to align. And so there's this this movement. I know Mm -hmm. my selfish babes that are listening cannot see me right now. But for the ones watching, I'm moving my hand in a circle. And so just trying to show a struggle. And the thing that I got right now was trust and let go. And I think that's I think that's sometimes the most fearful part is. Well, if I trust and let go, what if it all crumbles? What if what I'm building is not is not happening today? If like whatever, that's that's what I got. Like trust and let go. And so when Aaron was just talking about something so simple, I mean, I, I feel like it's so simple, so simple, but I feel like because people have been told the opposite for so long, or to go with the opposite, it may not seem as simple. But really, just being yourself and leaning more into being yourself and how important that is. And Erin just talked about how magical life has been since she's been doing that and what opportunities have been coming to her, et cetera. And so for my Selfish Babes listening, I definitely um, would encourage you guys to get your um, human design, like look it up. I would also encourage you guys to get the blueprint. I don't know. what What is it called again? It's the blueprint. You can't it's called it the in. blueprint. Okay, so get that blueprint um because she's mentioned. I think it was fifty-five pages and I, of your own personal design. And I think that's a plethora of information.
1: Totally.
0: And then I want you to trust and let go. I feel like as we are learning to be more of ourselves and and learning about more of who we are, it's not something that we have to rush into. Erin just made a valid point. Who knows what she'll be doing five years from now? She may be doing something completely different. And this is just one of the stops, things that she do in her lifetime. And I think a lot of times what I've seen in life is that people are like, no, you do this one thing for this long amount of time for like the rest of your life. And it's like we are such multifaceted beings with so many interests and so many things, passions that we can invoke within ourselves. But it's just like when the world is telling you to do this one thing, you feel like you have to do this one thing, but it's like, yeah. well, your life can really change. It's not going to be, it may not be one thing for the rest of your life. And I just want my Selfish babes listening to just be open to that, be open to the shift, be open to who you will transform into. And what I got is trust and let go. And I feel like human design is one tool that we have that we can just learn to be more of ourselves. And again, in my mm-hmm. heart, I'm just like, It sounds so simple and it is, but I know that for some people it's not, but if you trust and let go, it can get easier and easier every single day. Oh,
1: I know. I I love that so much. And I think the magic of human design is reminding us of who we are and also reminding us of all the areas that can take us off track and pull us away from who we are. And I find just becoming aware of these things allows us to navigate life with so much more ease Mm -hmm. because I'm like, so aware of like, I see what's happening here, you know, and like and I get pulled off track all the fricking time. But because I have such clarity around what that looks like for me, I'm able to bounce back so much quicker too. So I think the the reminder of who we are and that kind of residence is so essential and it's such a good thing to kind of keep coming back too, to to Sailend. sure I agree. Um,
0: yesterday I, I was in my I have a closet. So I have a walk-in closet and that's like where I have my, my self-love altar and stuff, and I can close the door because I have a room, I have my spiritual room, but all of my spirits. <laughs> Aaron and all of my spirits are in my spiritual room. It used to be my office, but now it's my spirit room. So now I have my self love, my own space. And when Erin um, had mentioned um, taking time for self, man, and she said, even if I love hanging around the people that I love hanging around with, and she had Hi. mentioned, you know, taking time for self being so important for me. <laughs> And that is so
1: true. I just want to you just, need both. You know, like,
0: that is so true because, and I think it's because like of being a reflector and being so open for me, and I may not have understood it in terms of being a reflector. I just understood who I was before that, but it's just like, anytime I would take time for myself or be in silence, I just feel so like enveloped in like a quilt. Like that's the way that I can describe it. Like a quilt that I can just put around myself and just feel like, ah. Oh, like, that is the way I can describe it. And yesterday, that's exactly what mm-hmm. I was doing before going to bed. And that felt so good. And I always tell my selfish babe sometimes I'll, I'll check into a hotel by myself for a night or two nights. And I, I live in a home, a beautiful home with my girlfriend, but I'll do that just for me to be with myself from time to time because I know I need that. And so, again, mm-hmm. another example of me doing what I really felt called to do, but another example of like how that is shown, shown in me, in my human design of who I, I am. Love that. So yeah. again, I recommend my selfish babes. Go check that out.
1: <laughs> It's so powerful though, because I think it's a reminder that it's like not one or the other. It's not like spend time with the people you love and or spend time alone. It's like for you yeah. to have balance. You need to like be uplifted and nourished and uplifted yeah. and nourished and just like need to go in between. Oh, I love that example. Ooh. Well,
0: thank you so much, Erin. Is there any last words that you want to leave our selfish babes before we
1: hop off? I think just my last reminder is that whether or not you choose to dig into human design, like I think the lesson it really gives us is that we're all meant to do things differently. And so just kind of checking in on whether or not you're really allowing that. It's just like, I am meant to build a business in a way that works for me and parent in a way that works for me and partner in a way that works for me. And just like really checking in on whether or not you're really allowing that. And I think also I would recommend if you dig into human design to look at your partner, your kid, your employees as well, your colleagues, like I think it really helps us appreciate how different we each are and brings us so much closer together because of that.
0: That's so beautiful. The beauty in, in our differences and honoring that. Um, ooh, I just, feel, <laughs> I'm laughing because, <laughs> I'm laughing because, okay, so sometimes I'm on Instagram, right? And I'm like, some people's posts are interesting, but then the comments, sometimes the comment section, depending on where your page you're on, may not be a uh, very nice section. And so sometimes somebody may say an opinion and then in the comments people are like no, it's this way. And then for me, I'm just like I can agree, to disagree and I can keep on moving. I don't have to comment. I can agree, to disagree and I feel so good in that. But I feel like for some people it's just like no, I really have to share that this is, the, this is the way, like it's this way. And so when you just talked about just our, just us accepting our differences, like mm-hmm. it's okay, like we can mm-hmm. all come together in our differences. And so I think that's so beautiful that you said that mm-hmm. again, I want to thank you so much, Erin, for being on. Um, And I want to thank you for doing what you're doing, because you mentioned a few years ago that it wasn't maybe a lot of people doing this and yeah. now it's a lot more people knowing about it. And I think it's beautiful that you're doing what you're doing. And so thank you for continuing um, to go on that path and, and continuing to go with that passion of human design. Thank you so much. Mm.
1: Oh my God. Thank you so much for having me. Such a pleasure and such a like special thing to have a reflector. So I'm so glad that you shared your experience. It was so nice to connect.
0: Alright, my beautiful selfish babe, we are taking a quick pause to advertise my selfish as fuck academy. If you don't know, I run a selfish as fuck academy, which is a nine-day in-depth spiritual self-love program for the woman who desires to put herself as the altar and start honoring yourself as the goddess she is. If you are interested in learning how to put up your own ancestor altars, speak as if words are spells, create your own spiritual baths for cleansing and attracting, as well as cleansing your womb and stepping and utilizing the power of your pussy. Then my Selfishness Book Academy is for you. It is basically my nine-day intensive where I teach you all of the rituals and things that I do to know that I am a goddess, to know that I'm creating my reality, and how to use my energy so I can attract more of what I want into my life. Now, if you do join today, you get access to me for 14 days in our Selfish as Fuck group chat so I can help you with helping you sell your altars as well as your baths. If you have any questions on what to do, how to do it after watching the videos, I will be there for you. You can check out my Selfish as Fuck Academy by going to SelfishAsFuckAFAcademy.com or going to SelfishBabe.com, clicking on courses and you'll see it there. And it's also linked in our show notes below or above, depending on where you're listening from. All right, let's get back to the episode. Love you, boo. Mwah.